right. You want to do it? Yeah. Close ass. All right. Welcome to Public Enemies number two. I am Louis Treviso here with my co-host, Mr. David Magante. Uh, this is episode yeah. one. We didn't really plan this out well, so we don't know how it's going to go, but <laughs> we're going to try our best to talk about the planet, and we'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the first topic, I remember last time when we were kind of mm-hmm. planning it, we didn't really get far but we we were thinking of discussing like uh how like ai is going to affect uh different industries kind of just the world in general but um specifically like you know manufacturing or even creative stuff like art or or that kind of media seeing um seeing like ai kind of be able to move into the like creating art kind of thing you know if uh whatever kind of ais they have now that people use to make art all the time i think it's really interesting but at the same time i think it's kind of really sad because art is like if you think about it such a human thing you know it's like oh the ability to be creative is supposed to be like oh animals can't do this humans can do this which makes us unique right but then if you can just go to an ai put in whenever you feel like and then it pops out the most beautiful thing you've ever seen you know that's yeah it can it kind of it takes a the struggle out of art in my opinion and b it can take some of like the it can take the humanity out of the art almost um yeah because it's like well this art doesn't have the same meaning as if someone took like themselves their personality and put that onto a canvas or a piece of paper or whatever they're doing your art on, you know? Yeah, then, exactly. Like on top of that, you have the new voice AIs, which are fucking terrifying, <laughs> dude. I've never heard But also Yeah, hilarious. they are they are hilarious. Um because <laughs> of course seeing <laughs> Dangerous yeah, see, seeing clips of Obama, Trump and Joe Biden playing video games together will never not be funny but when you get to the point where you have a perfect representation of any one of those guys because you know that like up until maybe just a couple months ago whenever you would use a voice ai like that it would sound choppy or at some points jumpy and you'd be able to tell i tried to use it to make a song you you, you could you'd be able to tell that like oh that's not a person that's a voice ai versus now yeah like the presidential ones they're extremely smooth extremely streamlined like it sounds like a person talking and it's yeah exactly it's insane i was uh watching one of those videos and i looked in a comment section and i saw this guy and he was like he was like bro ais have gone so far and then someone commented under commented under it and they were like yeah like uh they were like wait this is an ai and then, like everyone was clowning on them they're like oh you're a dumbass like obviously it's an ai and he was like, there's this one that guy that was like, you guys need to stop being smartasses. Like, this could very well be uh, voice actors, right? But I was like, that is horrifying. Yeah. The fact that we can't tell. Yeah. That, that's like, dude. Because, okay, you know that there's like also deep fake like um, videos? Yeah. 
Do you know how many things could go wrong? I, dude, I literally called it as soon as I found out that like deep fake video were a thing. I was like, bro, this is literally gonna go so oh, wrong. Yeah. Like, I, I know for a fact that like, give it like fifty or a hundred years, if America keeps going with this whole identity politics thing, their fact checkers are gonna have to like look at videos that look completely authentic of people saying things that they actually yeah. didn't. It's it, you know it's dangerous like it really is dangerous because could you imagine and uh, we're just gonna assume that you could somehow send something straight to kim jong-un um could you imagine someone who just isn't a big fan of america goes, yeah, DM, goes, bro. goes right ahead and makes a deep fake of joe biden with the perfect voice emulator and just says like and just says, yeah this is a declaration of war get your nukes ready pussy like how is it <laughs> so how would anybody bad. know that that isn't a like actual video you know and of course um yeah the face tracking on certain deep fakes can still be pretty iffy but i've seen some yeah. really fucking good ones yeah facts and it's it's like no way dude like it's it's fucking insane it's it's insane yeah this is scary dude although like but, you said for for like yeah. manufacture um in an industrial sense, it's both an upside and a downside because having a yep. robot do a job, you can have a robot do a job 24-7, nonstop, with minimal maintenance required, um, like car manufacturing plants, for example. We've already entirely automated mm-hmm. them. Um, you, can just have, you can have these machines just cranking out product 24-7, which technically is like really good for keeping up with the demand of a certain product but at the same time it puts a lot of people out of jobs um and it's the whole situation of like oh the rich get richer because once a company can afford to switch out its human employees which get sick and take money and need resources you know once once a company can just replace that with something that will never ever need any of those things What's to stop them from just saying, "Well, this is this is profit. We're gonna do it." Yeah, facts. Um, I think th- th- we technically still do need at least like a few humans because, like, you know, machines yeah, break, so they need a maintenance team. But it's still gonna put millions of people out of jobs because there are the the maintenance team to factory worker ratio is like insurmountable like the amount of people that would actually work on the like product itself versus like the amount of people it requires to like upkeep a like factory of ai is like nothing you know uh, so like that's i saw this tom scott video i think it was of uh Mm -hmm. this dam in some european country i think it was either europe or canada i forget (laughs) they look they look the same (laughs) um but so it was this dam it had zero workers at it because they just didn't need them anymore because a lot of the dam was just self-regulating but what they did have there was two or three of those boston dynamic robot dogs with um the arm attachment on the top of it and pretty much what they would have it do all day and all night is just walk around the dam checking every thing by itself. And if anything was out of place, they could literally use this robot arm to adjust it and that'd be it. 
and they like this thing is so reliable that the like the nearest humans are, at all times are like two hours away from it. I think it's insane. Uh oh, David, you there? Dude, the fucking the rain is messing up the connection really bad. Well, whatever. It's I it's don't a, every 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 the Wi-Fi just like is horribly spotty. It's it's our it's our first go at it. We'll get more coordinated over time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, you you heard what I was talking about right though, right? Yeah, yeah, the dam. It's insane, dude. Because it's just maintained by this one Boston Dynamics dog with the arm attachment. Nearest humans are like two hours away, and that's it. They just in, they've entirely outsourced this dam's functionality to one robot. Yeah. You know what's interesting, though, is to consider, like, the perspective of, like, uh, I, I know you mentioned, like, the concept of, like, the rich get richer. And, you know, it's, like, providing them a way to, to eliminate the need for, like, uh, human yeah. workers. But, um, I also have heard the argument that it saves people from uh, exploitation because they don't need workers to perform, like, horribly rigorous jobs that, like, have high mortality or injury rates because yeah, uh, they have robots. Absolutely. It. I mean, yeah, for the, for the safety of a worker, like say there was this damn failure, right? Pipes get overloaded or frozen yeah. or something, right? Having mm-hmm. people there controlling it, trying to fix it. If it, or when it inevitably bursts in that scenario, a lot of people would die. Whereas if yeah, this facts. one singular robot dog can't fix it and the dam bursts, well, oh well, it was just a robot, right? And and I think you're right, it does save people from exploitation. But I think that more probably speaks to the character of the people who are commonly CEOs. Because if you think about it, right. what they want is workers that will work all day and all night without pay. What they want is slaves. Yeah. And that's Well, that's ultimately, I mean, that is what business yeah. is, right? The point is to make money. So, if you can do that efficiently, then so be it. You know, I'm not okay, before if we ever get popular, I swear to god, if that gets taken out of context, <laughs> that's not what I no, meant. Yeah, like, what I meant they're, is they're like doing what they're trying to do and, successfully. Yeah, without like harming yeah. people unless it involves like obviously like unpaid labor but in in getting unpaid labor from a machine i would say that that's a more ethical way to to uh cut a bigger profit than it would be to like yeah, obviously most, force people most certainly work. it's of course having robot employees and not paying them is definitely less morally corrupt than having human employees and not paying them um, but at the same time, True. if you yeah. think about it, then all that's happening is you're just kicking the human employee out of their job and they're not getting any money no matter what, yeah. which is still yeah, stupidly fucked up. But even still, like it's, it's the greater of two evils kind of scenario where it's like, okay, would you rather have humans being more or less like abused for their, for their labor and and making at least a little money to survive or would you rather have them be out of this job and replaced by a robot 
in which case they'd be making no money, you know? Yeah. I mean, I would say in an ideal society, I mean, for one, if you look at like, uh, let's take like U.S. labor laws, for example, we have it here where we can't, you know, obviously slavery is illegal. You can't force people to work. You can't have child labor, things like that. But you can ship it overseas, yeah. which is where like globalism plays a big role in like exploitation. So I think um, if like the, I think the issue one lies in like, I think it would be helpful to uh, create legislation that uh, makes it harder for companies to uh, exploit other com- like countries that are not within our jurisdiction, but also um like tying back to ai i think that ai should serve as an option so if they're if they can't find enough employees that actually willingly want to do the work it shouldn't be we we should be in a in a society where optimally people can choose to work this job if they want to but if they don't they can easily be swapped for an ai you know what i'm saying like like like, in this is some go ahead uh, like if someone let, let's take construction for example like some people actually like to work that job but it's like pre- i'm pretty sure it's the most lethal job in the u.s or something uh or at least it's one of and um you know obviously it sucks when people have to do those kinds of jobs to uh you know because it's like all they're qualified yeah. for and they they're kind of like forced into a corner where they need to provide yeah. for people but Optimally, they would be able to uh, experiment and look into other jobs and they wouldn't be, you know, kind of, I guess, coerced by uh, the construction company to uh, do the job because they would be like, oh, it's okay. We have like a robot that can do it if you don't want to kind of thing. I I think it's uh, it's definitely an interesting scenario, but uh, the, the whole thing is an interesting scenario, less in the sense of like wow, look at the wonders of modern technology and what it's doing for the world. It's more of a scenario where it's like, damn, look at the horrors of modern technology and what it's doing to the world, you know? It's, the, it's the kind of like, how yeah. far do we really need to go? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah. Um, for art specifically, I would say like, because uh, I know you were talking about how like, you know, art is something that's supposed to be like exclusively human right because it requires imagination and like uh skill and all these things um i was like asked i asked you know chatbot gpt that ai that takes uh the information from all across the internet it it, like it talks and whatnot and yeah. yeah 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 so i asked it i was like do you think that ai will ever replace artists and it was saying that uh because it was like ai can make art that's aesthetically pleasing on its own it doesn't make art like humanity does and that it doesn't have any creative drive because it's just algorithms and so um like humanity is still required for for art to be more than something to look at you know like for art to actually mean something or to be an innovative or new yeah. idea it requires human but i would say i would argue that ai is still dangerous even with human intervention because let's let's look at like um 
uh, what's that, Dolly, for example. It's an AI that you, you give it prompts and it takes all the information it has and it creates pieces of art, which is like cool, but also like, you know, it's still involving humans in yeah. some way. But it's also, it w- I would argue that it's still uh, pretty detrimental to art as, as an yeah. industry because um, it takes away the need for skill. Mm-hmm. All the people that are getting their degrees in in all kinds of you know visual art and design kind of uh, yeah. industries are like kind of getting screwed over because it's like well, if anyone can come up with a good enough prompt, yeah. like doesn't matter how skillful you are, if something else can do it for yeah. you better. Because well, then you know? it comes down to it's like no matter no matter how much you pour your soul into a piece of artwork, you know, like you could spend your your entire life trying to like figure out what your like like magnum opus is going to be or whatever right it's like this this is yeah. a representation of me in a piece of art and like you know all that whatnot well what's the point when a robot can do it in one minute a million times better than you ever could you know what i mean yeah exactly it's like, well at that point what the fuck yeah. is the point of art it's useless because because then it's just like well, yeah. this robot can do it quicker and fat like you know quicker and better than and can do it you know which is like at that point then art just holds uh philosophical value Mm -hmm. um because you know even it like like let's say your your um artwork is still like very meaningful and it's very skillful to the art world and to philosophers it will still be very significant because at the end of the day, it is coming from a human mind and it is uh, a form of catharsis or propaganda or whatever you're trying to convey. But as far as industrial art, like graphic design or like, you know, designing logos or games and things like that, you're rendered oh, useless. Yeah, absolutely. Because then it comes down to the point of like, you know, like, like you said, art made by a human will always be held at like a higher kind of philosophical value. Because an AI can't make art with a meaning behind it, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It's like, well, that thing wasn't really thinking when it made it. It was just putting a bunch of it, it was just putting a bunch of numbers together and then spinning something out that looked that that's art, right? Whereas if someone, yeah, exactly. if someone can put some kind of like meaning into a piece of art, which I think is the human element that will always be reserved, then then it has yeah, exactly. it has a purpose and a meaning. But not in a sense of like, oh, you could probably make money off of this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which, you know, I've I've also heard uh, the argument that, you know, that's a good thing because art is not meant for profit. But as someone that would like to do that as a career, I honestly, it would really suck if like, you know, uh, the whole idea of a dream career is that you can do what you love and make money doing it. So like, not a good thing. Like imagine if astronauts got replaced by AI, all the little kids that want to grow up and, and, you know, go to the moon or go to Mars or go wherever in the solar system, but they can't because there's already an AI that can do it for them that can do it. You know, it's got built in monitoring systems and a, 4k camera on it can provide a feedback that a human could yeah. never you know plus like, that's you know, not a, a, ro- a robot is expendable 
to the government, you might be too, but you know, you, like, you know what I mean? True. You could send a robot to the moon and have it, no risk of losing a life. Yeah. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. But like, like you said, doing, doing a uh, art for a career, I think there's, there's definitely, I don't know. I, I've, I've seen a large drift away from people who like, like, do you know Nolan Cooley by any chance? Yeah. Yeah. Like Nolan Cooley. Uh, he's had a couple of art exhibitions of his own. He's a guy about our age. Went to middle school with him. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember. Yeah. So of course he's he's made money off of his art, but like there's I've seen a large shift away from people like doing kind of stuff like that, where it's just like making art and somehow making money off of it. And now the only kind of art that I'm really starting to see people make money off of, which I think is really sad, is like literal porn. Like, do you know how yeah. much furry artists make that are like really like big name furry artists? No. I would assume. I would assume hundred grand. They can plus. make upwards of twenty k a month. That's still ridiculous. That should not even yeah, be possible. It's and like, it's it's crazy to think like, what what does it come to to the point where, like, actual meaningful art has been so devalued that the only art that is worth anything now is just furry porn. Yeah, that's kind of disgusting, it's to crazy, be honest. Dude. Um, You know, they still have, like, art auctions and stuff, but that is definitely not as uh, constant yeah. of a source of... Because that's, like, you make one piece, and then you sell it, like, and then you work for a few more months, and then you have an exhibition, etc., it's not like someone can just pump out in a day and then automatically make mm -hmm. money on. Which is just, yeah, like you said, it's pretty sad. Um, I would say things like, you know, advertising and that sort of thing are forms of art that make yeah. money. But those are all things that uh, as long as the human has a general idea of what the advertisement's going to look like, it's not something they can't just feed into yeah. an AI. Well, cause... Because... It's not as particular, you know, you don't need like, for example, like in emotional art, it's like, or like art that actually has meaning. It's like you, the artist has to make it exactly how they want it for it to look like yeah. perfect. But with advertising, it'll be like you get a general idea. So you want a minimalist uh, logo. So you just have that idea. It doesn't have to be, you know, specifically like these lines at this angle and blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. As long as you tell the AI, hey, I want a blue block-lettered minimalist logo or something, then it'll just, like, give you tens of thousands of yeah. options for you Quicker to choose. Quicker than any human could, too. Yeah, in, like, yeah. five minutes. Well, because, like, even, even, like, a shitty, or not shitty, but, like, less good AI art program, like, have you used, like, crayon.ai? Yeah. yeah. So that can spit out nine results in a matter of minutes, maybe like the like three at most for a really complicated prompt. So if you're like, say, Burger King and you're just like, oh, yeah, I want my logo to be a burger that says Burger King inside of it. Make it minimalist. You'll get nine in a matter of minutes. And then if you don't like them, you just refresh. Exactly. Yeah. It's a little bit scary. Not a little bit. It's it's pretty it's scary. Terrifying. But uh. I mean, honestly, what do you, what do you think is the solution to that? Like, besides stopping it, because it's not. I mean, 
if we are going to stop it, which that does seem like the only viable solution, how do we even go about that? I, I really honestly don't know. In the, like, knowing, just knowing humans in general, the way they work, I don't think there is a way to stop it. Even if we could, even if we yeah. could convince everyone, like, hey, making AI be able to do all the shit that we do won't be good for the planet. Because <laughs> think about it. If we're already destroying the planet how we are, think of a robot doing that 24 hours a day. Yeah. Like, usually most plants, or, yeah, usually, like, most places will only run, what, 8 hours a day? 12 at the most? Like, now imagine, yeah. now imagine a fucking robot running a coal plant 24 hours a day. It's ridiculous. It's it's beyond it's the beyond I mean, the point of return, I think. And another thing that humanity does is we don't address an issue until it's right in front of our face affecting us yeah. personally. Like uh for let's take, you know, overseas label label, overseas labor for example, like uh you know, uh Apple uh, exploiting workers in various Asian countries or wherever the hell they have yeah. their labor. That is something that is not being particularly addressed because no Americans see it out front. We don't see it yeah. every day. We are not a part of it, so it doesn't matter to us, out of sight, out of mind. And I think that humanity is like that as a whole. Like, if there's issues that we can't see, we don't care about them. Like, as a, and obviously, there's exceptions, like you and me but like i feel like just in general it is human nature to only care about apparent issues which i think is also like kind of hardwired into our biology because for survival reasons you really don't need to worry about anything unless it's right in front of you well because like as uh as as humans were evolving growing into the civilized species we are now like what we weren't thinking about oh what are we gonna have to do a week from now. No. It was just, oh, plant these crops, go hunt an animal, sleep, do it again. You know? Real yeah, basic, like, animal instinct shit. Protein! Huh? I said protein! <laughs> but yeah, it's, um... Like, yeah, we, we could take climate change in, uh, into account for that example then. Because think about it. We've yeah, been talking about we've been talking about the cl- climate change being an issue since like the fucking seventies, and now we're only yeah. starting to get to work on it now. Like that, it's like that's too yeah. late, guys. We've been talking about this forever. It's like, have you heard the thing where it's like the effects we're feeling right now are from what we did thirty years ago? Yeah. yeah. So thirty years ago in nineteen ninety. It, the, the, the emissions put out those years are what are going to affect us this decade. So yep. what we're putting at now, which is incredibly more than the 90s, somehow, um, we're going to be feeling in 2050, which is the projected heat death of the world. W. That, that's what I'm saying. No, fucking, it's... It's insane, dude. Because it's like, we're we're just too late. And I do think there is still hope. I do think we could still save the Earth. 
but within the next 10, 15, 20 years, shit's going to get crazy, dude. Yeah. And uh, there was, oh, there was actually a really good example of this just from the other day here in Vista. Um, so my buddy Jackson, he lives over by uh, Moonlight Amphitheater, right? Yeah. And the other day when it rained over the weekend, you know, um, at his house, mm-hmm. it didn't just rain. It snowed. That happened to me yeah. too. It fucking it it's sn- like it snowed in Vista. However incredible that yeah. is, it's also kind of morbid when you think about like why. Well, we live in Southern California. We're going into the summer. It shouldn't be snowing. Yeah. It should be it should be decently warm right now. But the past the past couple days, we've been getting highs of like 60. Lows in the low 40s or high 30s. Like, that's not normal. Every year I've lived here, it hasn't been like this. Why is that anyway? Like, I don't, I don't fully know. Why it's getting like, colder? This... Yeah. So, it's... I, I don't particularly know, but here's what I do know. Um, the whole reason that people call it climate change more now than they call it global warming... It's because all it really means yeah. is just the climate is changing in drastic ways, um, which means yeah. like harsher storms, fucking harsher ocean conditions, I guess you could call it. Um, yeah. There's going to be heating in some places. There's going to be freezing in others. Um, like, for example, during the Ice Age, did you hear what happened to, I think it was the like middle east ish area during the ice age it got no hotter huh. so there's like it's just all, all it really means is shit is going to like kind of flip flop around really violently and it's going to be really bad for fucking everyone <laughs> true huh i mean that's why like you know i i don't believe anything i hear off the bat like just uh, right away like i do uh accept that climate change is a thing because i've seen sufficient evidence yeah. for it as for, as for the the projections like the heat death in 2050 and stuff i have yet i don't i don't doubt it because it is po- probable but I just haven't seen, uh, I'm just using it as an example of something that like, I haven't particularly looked into it. So I don't just accept it by default, even though it does line up with what I already do believe. You know what I mean? Well, like the whole, the whole 2050 projection is, do you know the whole, like, we can't get above five degrees Celsius. Otherwise we all die. I have heard that, and I don't know the science behind that either. So what it either. means is if the global temperature, like the global average temperature, rises yeah, no. yeah, um, five degrees Celsius in total, because I, mm-hmm. I think the world average in, I know Fahrenheit is around 60, but then yeah. um, in Celsius, that's like... 23 25 or whatever yeah so if we get up to five more degrees celsius 
that's closer to like no wait 23 degrees celsius is more like hundred. i forget whatever if we get five degrees celsius above global average we're talking like a hundred degrees fahrenheit global average god damn so that's fucking bad that is really fucking bad uh, Pretty true. much what it does is it'll fuck up the, a lot of it, the storms at least, will pretty much just be, the the air will be so fucked up that the storms will be more violent and will kill a lot of people. Dare I say, W, I mean L? Jesus Christ. <laughs> major L, David, major L. <laughs> There's a typo, bro. Bro, typo. My, I was talking. <laughs> yeah, I, my AI hive mind is oh, malfunctioning. Jesus Christ! AI hive. I'm not. Dude, you know what I'm really excited about? The plastic huh. in my brain. That's what I'm oh, excited God. about. I'm very happy they found microplastics in my blood. Well, not mine specifically, but Back. in general. Eighty percent. Yes, sir. I'm so so happy that. The fucking Jersey Mike sandwich I'm eating right now has plastic in it somewhere. <laughs> w. Jesus, dude. And to think when I was younger, my biggest concern was anvils falling from the sky in quicksand, dude. On oh, God. <laughs> Jesus, bro. It's insane. So insane. I'm trying to think of something to talk about that's yeah, not, a little like, more happy. <laughs> uh, news. If I just look up news, Andrew Tate has lung cancer. Um, w. No, I'm playing. Apparently, it's well, benign from what I've heard. He has cancer. Assuming that. He... Oh. Okay, well, assuming that he's guilty, I hope that he has a slow and painful death. If he's not, then he's a dumbass, but I don't think he deserves to die because I don't think that being a dumbass is criteria for deserving death. I don't think death. just spreading the information he spread on in, um, like social media, I don't think that's like deserving of death. But yeah, I think if he is convicted with the charges that he has been charged with, then almost, yeah, certainly. like He kind of deserves it at that point. Exactly, bro. <laughs> if you're that bad of a person, like, and that happens to you, then it's yeah. like, nah. Well, that's part of why it was such a big deal when, like, Epstein killed himself. Because nobody wanted him to get yeah. out that easy. Yeah. Fucking disappointing. Did he? I mean, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, he, uh, yeah, he killed totally, himself. Totally, totally killed himself, for sure. He definitely killed himself. Do you think no. he killed himself? Most certainly yeah, not. You probably <laughs> Yeah, you know, the guard just happened to not be looking and he just happened to not be recorded and he just happened to wow. Both of the both both of the twenty four seven guards for gore and then the security camera footage went away and then uh you know Yeah. Uh he just mad totally died. and then uh a completely uh credentialed forensic scientist said that he showed signs of strangulation instead of uh, suicide, and everyone ignored him, but that's also totally normal. <laughs> I, is it, is it, would it be weird if I said I'd never actually heard a cause of death 
for Epstein. Never once. No one's ever actually clearly told I, me what killed him. Uh, let me check. I'm pretty sure the official story is that he hung himself with a bed sheet in his from fucking um, what? Aren't the aren't the ceilings in? I don't fucking know, dude. Let me hold on. I could be wrong. Well, I mean that, that that's kind of what um, I always figured. Like, I don't know what else he would have done, but like, sponsored in his jail cell. Okay, very helpful. Uh oh, yeah, his a suicide. He had, it was a suicide by hanging. Um, his lawyers challenged the medical examiner's conclusion and opened their investigation, and hired pathologist Michael Baden. Okay, and I assume that was um, the strangulation. Probably, but let me. Either way, let me check. Yeah, the the story just doesn't line up, no matter what. Like, with all the security he was under, just happened to somehow slip that one in there? There's no way. He was mad important, and a lot of people... He had a, he had shit on a lot yeah. of people, and he was a spineless A dude. whole, whole lot of American government officials. It's so funny to me that the idea that he didn't kill himself has become a yeah. meme. Because it's like, I guess... But also, like, that's exactly what they would want you to fucking think if he mm-hmm. killed himself. Because he's so goddamn important. Exactly. And, uh, you, you, you know, I think the most, like, insane thing I heard about from, like, the, the findings on Epstein Island were. Did you ever hear about yeah. that, uh, that painting of, uh, fucking, God, who was it? Bush sitting in front of two Jenga towers with a paper airplane. What the yeah. fuck? He's got like, he's got. Two, I, I'm not. I'm not kidding right now. Here, watch. Let me see if I can find the pic. Uh, who was it in front? Uh, it was Bush. Two. Towers. Oh shit! I found it. Yeah, it's insane, isn't it? Oh. Ooh. Well, you you know he has a whole insanely weird art collection, yeah. right? Like I think he has a painting of like Bill Clinton cross dressing or some shit. What? I am not oh, kidding. I'm, I, I I'm it. pretty In the blue dress. Sh- yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Let's see. He had a. Oh God! What the fuck? It says his home had. Displays of prosthetic eyeballs, a female mannequin hanging from the chandelier, and a chessboard whose pieces featured the likenesses of his staff clad in only underwear. Fuck, dude. What the fuck? What the actual fuck? I mean, of course, it's clear as day this guy was off his fucking rocker. Like, they're. Oh, obviously. But at the same time, that is some. Jesus. Some people were saying, so apparently the, uh, let's see. Um, so the works were by Ryan Clyde or yeah. Clyde, uh, says that the painting was called war games and 
supposedly it was a reference to his manipulation of the attacks on 9-11 to justify war in yeah. Iraq. But it's still weird as Absol- hell. Yeah, absolutely. Well, because it's like... It's still really, really yeah. weird. I don't know. I think it's... Uh, I, I, I think they didn't even do a good job of covering up the fact that he didn't kill himself. Because it's like... Yeah, because <laughs> it's it's clear as day. There's no way, you know. Uh, like, um, we we it's conclusive, guys. And they're like, what yeah. do you mean? And they're like, well, it just is. But like, at the same time, they did the perfect strategy of just getting out of a scenario they didn't want to be in. And by they, I mean whoever the fuck decided that they wanted him dead. Yeah, so, whether it's FBI, CIA, yeah. NSA, whatever. Um. Yeah. Somebody in yeah. Somebody, Hollywood. somebody in Hollywood. Somebody in the government. Whatever. Yeah. Somebody I'm... with a lot of money and a lot of power. Um. They did. They did the best thing they could have by just not yep. responding to it at all. Um. In terms of keeping their image. Uh. Because if you don't respond to allegations, yep. they have no footing to argue with you. True. Um, I would say uh, that while it is possible that he didn't, um, he I don't know, dude. Some 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 just is weird about this shit. Yeah. Um. Because well, if you think see. about the reasoning for why he would have, it makes a whole lot sense, or it makes a whole lot more sense. That he would have tried to keep himself alive, so he could have yeah, not exactly. gotten the death sentence, and instead could have just gotten life in prison. But mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Yeah, sure, he killed himself. Sure thing. Let's see. Uh, apparently, former U.S. Attorney and Senate Judiciary Committee Counsel Brett Tolman said that the death was, quote, more than coincidental, considering Epstein's, quote, many connections to powerful people. Yeah. Uh, well said. Yeah. Let's see. Um, some people are saying that this is a conspiracy theory uh, because, and it stems from uh, the U.S.'s general distrust of the government, which some say roughly. Uh, the spike of distrust goes back to the Vietnam War era, but I don't know, dude. I mean, I guess, yeah, but like, I feel like we have damn good reason not to trust yeah. them. I mean, um, a lot of people don't remember it because, again, they kind of just let it fade into nothing. And by them, I in this case, I mean the NSA. Um, but a lot of people don't remember that you know the whole thing of like, oh, the government's listening; they're everywhere. There's bugs in the walls. All that, all that, whatnot. Yeah. Like that was a big, that was yeah. a big thing that actually happened, and it was a really big deal. Oh yeah, for like a month, and then, of course, it wasn't recent. It was, I think it was back in the eighties. Uh, I want to say, but yeah, the NS. Well, they still, huh? They never. No, stopped. yeah, I'm fully aware. But everyone, <laughs> everyone was really angry about it back in the eighties when they first found out because the NSA literally like wiretapped fucking everything everywhere all all at once was that thing um (laughs) 
Right, anyways, go ahead. Uh, Vault Seven, that shit that was leaked by uh, WikiLeaks, and it was like uh, detailing uh, how the CIA could hack into literally basically everything. Um, like it said, it li- okay. Let me list the things that it said that they Is were capable like the, of. Like how they can how they backdoored pretty much every computer and using Wi-Fi, they can map your house and your family or whatever. Pretty sure. I mean, this. Okay, so basically, it says their their capabilities included the ability to compromise cars, smart TVs, web browsers, and the operating systems of most sp- smartphones, as well as other operating systems such as Microsoft Windows, Mac OS, and Linux. So basically, goddamn yeah, everything. So if you have a piece of, if you have a smart uh, electronic in your house, folks, they're listening. I'm pretty sure Apple also had a lawsuit yeah. over it. Uh, I know. I'm. Is I that Facebook did not too long ago? Oh yeah, because they were selling yeah, information, they were selling user information uh, to the Chinese government, and like a couple million people's accounts got leaked, and then they got in big old trouble for that. Yeah. Um. Let's see. I mean, there's countless examples. It's pretty damn obvious that they never stopped. Yeah. I'm pretty sure also recently I saw, I didn't fully read it, but I think I saw, let me try and find it. It was an Apple News article, and it was about how, like, um, Apple is able to, um, or not Apple specifically, but, like, surveillance companies are using uh, face ID or, like, um, security cameras to learn what your face looks like. So the the uh, uh, one of the biggest yeah. ones I've heard that actually got like kind of uncovered or at least might have just been a conspiracy behind that is like the uh like oh take a picture of yourself and then it will make you an anime girl or whatever you know that one oh god from what I've heard yeah. from like some of those ones that's also a really big thing to like get your face into systems or whatever it's like oh yeah we'll track your face exactly and turn you into an anime girl that looks kind of like you that's literally exactly what it is it's just facial recognition and learning your face um and i've heard that's actually been used to identify multiple protesters um in the past did you know that um china uses face id to make the uyghur genocide easier to make the what easier you know the? Do you know the uh, ethnic group Uyghurs no. in China? So, oh God, um, the Uyghurs is a Muslim ethnic minority group living primarily in Xinjiang. I probably butchered the hell out of that. Uh, Uyghur autonomous region mm-hmm. uh, in the People's Republic of China, and um. They have been uh, the the subject, uh, or they have been subjected to uh, genocide by the Chinese government. Um, let's see. Experts estimate that since 2017, some 16,000 mosques have been razed or damaged, and hundreds of thousands of their children have been forcibly separated from their parents and sent to boarding schools. Um, let me see the. Victims are estimated a little under a million detained or killed. 
Um, it says the government policies have included the arbitrary detention of Uyghurs and state-sponsored internment camps, forced labor, suppression of Uyghur religious practices, political indoctrination, severe ill treatment, forced sterilization, contraception, contraception, and forced abortion. Um, what in that? And says that Chinese government statistics uh, say that their birth rates in most Uyghur regions have fallen by more than 60%, uh, declining the whole country by 9.69%. I uh, would say that I'm surprised this is the first time I'm hearing about this, but in all honesty, I'm not. Yeah. It is a very... Uh, yeah. So some of the some of the Chinese the big Chinese companies that are like into tech and yeah. all that shit, uh, I bel- I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure like you know the mm-hmm. company Huawei. I'm pretty sure them and maybe a few other Chinese companies have been working together, uh, to to collect biometrics on Uyghurs and track them and make them magically disappear. If you're picking up what I'm putting down. Oh, Lord. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, here's actually a part of the article that discusses that very thing. Chinese authorities use biometric technology to track individuals. According to Yahir Imun, I probably also butchered that. Chinese authorities drew his blood, scanned his face, recorded his fingerprints, and documented his voice. They collect genetic material from millions of Uyghurs. China uses facial recognition technology to sort people by ethnicity and uses DNA to tell if an individual is a Uyghur. China has been accused of creating, quote, technologies for hunting people, end quote. What the fuck, dude? Yeah. I mean, I I knew about the social credit system, which this sounds like just like an abuse of that in a sense, you know what I mean? But like... Still using... Face ID for no, that yeah, too. I know. Like if you, if you, well, because that, yeah. that 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 that's how they can tell if oh this person deserves fucking healthcare, because they can tell they can recognize you by your face, and they know what you're doing at all times. Yeah. This person spoke out against the government. Oh no, where did they go? Hey, this have you heard that they they give like a a letter grade to their citizens? So what? that's that's actually how it works. So from what I can remember, the rating system is... So I'm going to go from top to bottom here. It's triple A, double A, single A, and then B, C, D, E, F, I think. But I'm not entirely sure. It might just be like B, C, D. But I know it's it's something along those lines. Um, triple A citizens get, um, the best schooling, the best healthcare, the best housing, um, the most freedom to travel. Uh, they, they're literally like allowed to like better places, um, in the country. They're allowed to move, uh, freely throughout the country. They're allowed to move or like to like travel to other countries and whatnot. Um, they're given like special benefits by the by the government, and triple A, double A, and single A are all pretty much the same thing, except it's just the intensity yeah. of like what you get. Um, 
Mm. So AAA citizens get access to the best of the best, but it's also along the lines of they get to choose what they get. Um, so they get first picks. Double okay. uh, A citizens get second picks, and single A citizens get like first picks more or, le- or like or third picks. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, um, I got you. But then the further you go down, literally just the less rights you get as a citizen. Um, okay. Every citizen is, I guess. Born with a thousand points, starting them at the level of an A rank citizen, and then depending on how they go throughout their life, they'll either gain or lose points. You know. I'm sorry for laughing. I did not mean to do that. It's just when you said that, I just imagine I'm like, bro, China's dead ass. Just a that's video I, game. Bro. I was thinking the, that's why I laughed saying "born with with a thousand points" because I was like, I was like, it sounds so fucking. Was like, it? Yeah. <laughs> They have no rights, and their homies are just like, oh, fucking noob, you only have two oh, what's points. what's that? Your social credit's only 300? You're gonna disappear next week. Yeah, but... I have 500 <laughs> points in rice. <laughs> I have 5 million power in the Chinese social credit system. Um, but yeah, so... Um, and from what I've heard, what they, will, what they will do, and this is entirely proven by, like, multiple, not, like, studies, but, like, people, like... It's been proven that this happens. Um, for lower class citizens, in the sense of like D rank citizens, they will come to yeah. your house. The Chinese government will come to your house randomly and be like, hey, your social credit is too low. You need to work on it or you're going away. And then if no. they, like, if after I think it's a couple months and you can't get back up, to a C or a B or whatever it is compared to the bottom rank, um, then that's when they will disappear people. And so what they do to these people is they send them to um, uh, re-education camps. Oh. If you know what I mean. Um, yeah. Where... For, for concentration. Yeah. They yeah they make them go there to yeah. concentrate on being a better citizen, uh, where they yeah, work yeah, them yeah. to death and let them only eat the rats that they can find in their bed. Um, and there was this one story I heard about this lady who got sent to one, who was like pregnant, and she had her baby while they were in the camp, and she tried multiple yeah. times to run away, um. And she got killed, but then eventually the kid ended up being let go or escaping. I forget. But then th- this video was like an interview with the kid um, after they had grown up, explaining what had happened to them when they were in the camp. And they're like, "Yeah, I watched yeah. my mom get killed when I was four uh, for trying to run away." And then, like multiple times, the kid almost starved to death. And I think they eventually got let go when they got so sick that, like the camp just didn't want to deal with them anymore. So they just dumped the kid yeah. outside the camp and were like, yeah, you're good to go. Cause they were just so sick that they were like, yeah, we're not going to, we're not going to heal you. And the kid eventually like after walking for however long found people that would help and all that, whatnot. That's why. Yeah. Have you ever heard stories about like, like the, like the people who try to escape China, uh, North Korea? Yeah. Dude, it's insane. So going, huh? 
you see that one lady that I think it was a woman that like she like crawled across the border and they were like chasing her and then like they had to stop as soon as she got over the other yeah. side. Yeah. Yeah. Or like uh did you see the one with the the soldier who like had a break and he was just like I don't want to fucking I don't want to be a North Korean anymore. And he like drove Yeah. He like got in his car and he drove through most of the southern border. And then ended up crashing it because he was getting shot at. And then yeah. he got shot multiple times in the back while running over the border. But the, sec- oh. but the second he was oh, over right. the border, they, of course, they had to stop. And he got, like, dragged to medical by, by a couple of South Korean soldiers and got patched up and he was, he was good to go. I saw the I saw the CCTV footage yeah. of that actually. I I remember that. That was oh, insane. Yeah. But so uh there's I, I I've actually I, I watched this video um and did some research into like the four or five ways there are to actually escape North Korea. Oh yeah, I've and seen so those. I think like from what I can remember of course, none of them are even safe or easy in the slightest, but there's some that are yeah. like less hard. And one is swimming off the North Korean coast so far that the Coast Guard can't see you. And then Bruh. swimming south, trying not to get caught by patrol boats um, until the you're fact- past that like certain point where a, North Korea, where a South Korean boat can pick you up. Bro, if that's considered easier, yeah. that's like that's insane. that's like the good choice. You wanna know something really like kind of oh. funny? When I was little, I like, I I like didn't fully understand like, um, you know, I I didn't understand really uh how survival or anything worked or reality because I was a dumbass yeah. kid. But I would see videos like that, and I was like, I always like, you know, I've had a desire to, uh, you know, go to those places and just see what it's yeah. like. Which I was, oh, maybe I want to be a journalist. But anyways, I was like, so if I travel there and then like I stay there and then I get trapped, I literally like wrote down in like a, <laughs> like a fucking journal, and I was like, hey, yo, this is the step by step way of how to escape. Yes. Fucking <laughs> literally so stupid. Bro, bro is planning thirty years ahead for when he gets caught in North Korea. The fuck? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> nah, but so um, so right. That's the that's the easy way out of North Korea, comparatively at least. Yeah. The most dangerous but most direct way, of course, is straight over the south border. But it's heavily guarded um, with a lot of guns and a lot of uh, electrical fence. And so the two people that have ever made it over are the two people that we just talked about. That lady and that soldier. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Jesus Christ. I I wonder how many have died. I wonder how many have tried and didn't make it. Probably none that North Korea would let you know about. Uh, true. And 
What do you mean? Don't because exist. What do you mean people try to leave the country? It's perfect. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, um... And then, the way that I think has had, like, un like unknown number of attempts or successes is going from North Korea yeah. across whatever that sea is over into Japan. Um, mm -hmm. But in that case, it's very dangerous because that sea uh, has a lot of typhoons, which is why it's unknown how many people mm -hmm. have actually made it because they've either gotten lost, died yeah. at sea, um, or like made it to Japan but weren't recorded as a North Korean citizen because people just thought that they were a Japanese person who got lost in the storm. Nice um, sense. But even then, if Japan finds out that you are a North Korean uh, runaway, they will send you back. They will Bro? deport you. That is not a joke. No yeah. shot. But then, um, that's well. So, uh, well, I'll, I'll, actually, I'll get to that next. But so then, the fourth way is going over the north border. But there's an issue. The north border is a river. Most of the year, a very big, uncrossable by foot river. Hold on, yeah. Hold on, David. Yeah. Okay. Ernie, we're recording. Me and David are recording. We have, we have to cut this out now. Maybe a guest star. You, <laughs> David. Ernie wants to be a guest star. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, you're stupid. Just kidding. He went, fuck you, you're stupid. And they said, just kidding. Uh, Should we have him on next episode, David? When are we getting that Fortnite epic dub? Jesus. <laughs> Later, give, give, give us Maybe. a bit. Get out, man. <laughs> Jesus. God damn it, <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, so the fourth way is over the north border, but there's a whole lot of issues with this because, like I said, it's a pretty much impassable river by foot. So you have to go over in the winter. Well, yeah. there is yet another issue with that, which is it's freezing fucking cold. Because you you have to go over True. it in the winter when the river is frozen. Which leads you oh. immediately into Chinese wilderness. Where if oh. you are found by the Chinese government in any part of China after escaping Jeez. North Korea, you get sent back to North Korea. Mm. So you have to go, usually by foot, to... God, where is it? All the way to Laos, I want to say, or Vietnam, or something in that in that area. You have to make it through that entire area of China, or north into Russia. No, wait, no, Russia will send you back. Oh, because that that that's another way you could go through the sea into Russia. But again, if you're caught in Russia, um, you'll get sent out. But even then, you'd be on the east coast of Russia, which is notoriously unlivable. So, mm -hmm. you get to the east coast of Russia, and then you're kind of just fucking stuck in Russia. <laughs> or, and you'll probably freeze to death. But, um, yeah. 
So then you have to make it through to another country, which you won't be sent back in, and then figure out your life from there. Uh, obviously I could do that. Oh, certainly. Because I'm so cool, and uh, yeah. I'm sure you could, David. I actually, I actually was that soldier that crossed last time, but I can do it again, obviously. Yeah, so did you know that every North yeah. Korean citizen is, at birth, a citizen of South Korea, too? The yeah, hell? so um, South Korea has, like, a law, I guess, or whatever, um, that every North Korea citizen is a South Korean citizen. Um, mm-hmm. Because, you know, that what pretty much what they can do then is any North Korean citizen that can escape into South Korea Probably. then is diplomatically yeah. protected and by, by okay. citizenship. So... Uh, North Korea can't be like, hey, give us our person back. Uh, they left illegally into your country illegally. Yeah. No, they're a citizen, so they're allowed to move into the country. Um, okay, I got it. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, dude. That is hella wild. That's, that's honestly horrifying. Yeah, it's, it's fucking crazy. Uh, there's this, there's this lady that apparently went to, uh, China, I want to say. It was either China or South Korea for, like, her honeymoon, from what I heard. And while, uh... Mm-hmm. While her and her husband were, like, at this place on the border, um... Yeah. Because I think she was, like, a former North Korean escapee or something like that. While her and her husband were on the border, she got snatched by the, um like, North Korean police, I guess. Because, of course, they keep your record. Yeah. And they pretty much pulled her over the border, and they're like, yeah, you're ours again now. Bruh. Fucking crazy, dude. That's, that Nightmare is wild. Country. I would say more so than America, yeah. but I think in just different ways than America. Yeah. I mean, we definitely have our issues. Uh, with immigration and specifically asylum. But I would say that to step in the right direction that we have at least some kind of provisions Mm -hmm. for asylum. And I'm pretty sure I could be wrong, but statistically I'm pretty sure most people when their country is in known turmoil, we, we have a statistic tendency to actually let most of them uh, immigrate. Amer- America, America is not like a very closed border country. Uh, where, yeah, you know, everyone calls it the Great Melting Pot or whatever for a reason. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah, which that's a completely different topic, but it is tangentially related, and I thought it was important mm-hmm. to bring up. Dude, speaking of immigration, country with open borders, uh. Ukraine citizens immigrating to where is it Poland? Yeah. And yeah. Russia made a couple threats on Poland saying, "Hey, you're next." And apparently from what I've seen at least, I'm not sure how accurate this is, 
Poland, like, more or less immediately threatened the nuclear option, and then Russia backed off. W Poland. Yeah, they were like, they're like, oh yeah, you know, just try us. Uh, it'll be a massacre, but just try us. And I, I thought that was really fucking amazing because it's like, how, how funny is it that uh, such a, not small but like, low- not global superpower was able to kind of just tell yeah. Russia to fuck off. I'm probably gonna get disappeared for this, but Loki, Russia is bitch made, dude. That's <laughs> like. For their sheer yeah. size and potential capability, they haven't been able to rock Ukraine's shit yet. They got scared of Poland. Mm-hmm. They're deathly afraid of NATO, even though they have yeah. allies. Like China, for example. Yeah. Probably second to the US in like power when it comes to like military and things yeah. like that. Well, because did hold on. So, did you know the U.S. defense budget? Yeah, like eight hundred billion, right? Eight hundred billion or something. And then China is second to us, but by a very small Jeez. like percentage of what we are. Like, I'm pretty sure the top eleven countries make up our top, um, or our the top eleven budgets yeah. make uh our single budget. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, which is just insane. The U.S. defense budget for 2023 is $797 billion. W. The Chinese defense budget, its annual military budget for 2023, is increasing about 7% this year to $224 billion. That's converted from their money to U.S. money. But, yeah, yeah. so that's. Literally, like, a quarter of the U.S. defense budget. Let's check out Russia. Let's see. It's, like, it's definitely lower, I'm pretty Just sure. Just about $80 billion. Which is yeah. one-tenth of the U.S.'s defense budget for this year. Yeah. You know what's insane? Is that they'll have underpaid soldiers. Yeah. So many... <laughs> So many guys I know that like go to EOS uh that are that are soldiers are yeah are not very well paid. Like uh you, you know Yori. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when I was when I was talking to Yori one of the first couple times I met him when I was learning more about him and him being in the Marine Corps, I was like, Yeah, would you say it's worth it? Like the recruiters came to our school and were talking about it or whatever. He was like yeah, don't ever believe anything the recruiters say. Uh, their literal entire job is to lie. Uh, if they say anything that sounds too good to be true, that's because it is. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Um, they get benefits, but it, I honestly don't think it makes up for the lack no, of No, yeah, the, the benefits just aren't there. Like, sure, like, okay, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm going to say this and it's going to sound really cocky, but like, Sure, they get the 50,000 sign-on bonus, but that doesn't really mean much when the rest of their pay is as bad as it is, and the benefits yeah. the benefits aren't really, like, good until you've been working there for 20 years. Well, it's kind of exemplified by the amount of veterans that are yeah. homeless. 
Um, I mean, I would say that it's definitely important that people learn how to invest yeah. because you can definitely grow your money with like barely anything and like actually make it into something. But unfortunately, that's never taught and a lot of people don't know how to do it, which is like really shitty because then you get homeless veterans who literally like we should be most grateful yeah. for for like literally even if you don't agree with the cause of the war they were in or whatever you have to at least like be grateful for the fact that they that they, they would like go likely almost die for the country yeah exactly but like um God, that, that, so the just the the homelessness bridged uh uh a thought to another topic in my head Something I learned just today. Did you know that, like, street meth is $10? Um, like, that isn't... For how much? For, for just, like, much? whatever you would consider a dose, I guess. I don't, I don't know exactly how much, but for just, like, oh, you want to smoke up one time on meth? That's $10. Honestly... It's a lot cheaper than I thought it was. I know, was right? Be. Like you'd think you'd think, oh, the reason that like meth addicts are are broke all the time is because they're spending however many hundreds of dollars on meth each time they buy it. No. They the secret is that they actually just spend like ten dollars a lot of times. But yeah, yeah. like meth is only ten dollars. Nor do they always yeah. want to. You know what's even cheaper than meth? Fentanyl. Mm. I knew you were going to say it. Yep. Fucking synthetic heroin. It's a filler yeah. drug. Syn- synthetic heroin. Cheaper than $10 per hit, I guess. I don't know. Whatever it is. What the fuck? That's insane. You know, you know what I mean? Like, that's... That's fucking crazy, dude. Yeah. Um. And it's like, it's just, it's just another kind of thing, I guess, that, I guess, yeah, I guess this whole first episode is just bad things. Um, it's just kind of another thing that leaves a bit of a sour taste in my mouth that it's like, my fucking God, like, the most addictive drug, the strongest drug ever invented is like cheaper than ten dollars per fucking I, I I keep wanting to say serving, but Well I mean it yeah. kinda is. It's funny that you mentioned that everything we talk about to, uh, everything that we're talking about today is negative because I have to go in like the next like five, ten minutes, so we're probably gonna end up wrapping up on something yeah, horrible. I was I was planning on <laughs> wrapping up soon. I was just trying to before we left, I was just trying to find something yeah. that wasn't so fucking awful, but I guess uh, kind of. <laughs> let me look at. Uh, I guess uh, we could talk about how. Uh, fuck, I, I don't I know, dude. No idea. We could maybe just say, "Hey, next time we'll have good stuff." We promise. I looked up this. Thing. I looked up. Good news, and I, there's this website called Good News yeah. Network, and literally top article says cardiologist reviews top ten heart symptoms you should never ignore, but many God people damn it, do, dude. Bruh, 
<laughs> How is that good news, oh, bro? Let's see. <laughs> Today.com has something cool. Oh, did you hear about uh, Dave Grohl barbecuing? No, I didn't. You know, the Foo Fighters yeah. guy? He uh, he barbecued for like 24 hours at a homeless shelter. That's recently. awesome, dude. Which, sick, yeah. He barbecued for like hundreds of people at a homeless that's shelter. A, that's a major, major uh, W right there. Facts, bro. A human actually being that's human? A, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's nice. uh, that, that was is, pretty. That sick. is good news. Um, let's see. Oh, that's clutch! Teen jumps into icy lake to rescue eighty-three-year-old man and a dog trapped in a jeep. What kind of Chad kid is that, that though? That's bro. insane. <laughs> bro, bro jumped straight into an icy lake and rescued people from a sinking vehicle. Damn, that's insane. Oh, check out this one. Um. An old woman is knitting hats and stuff for premature babies, it seems. I see. 70-year-old w. grandmother says she discovered the basket of preemie hat put her... Yeah. Seems like she just makes a bunch of blankets and stuff for preemie babies. That's nice. W old lady, bro. Environmental health news. Some toxic inse- insecticides are vanishing from the atmosphere. Speaking of uh, toxins, did you know that Simply uh, Simply Nature, I think that's the brand's name, Orange Juice is uh, has like thousands of times this one chemical that is like above regulatory oh, Jesus levels. Christ. They got a lawsuit on it right now. Fucking. Especially because their their packaging says pure orange juice and the ingredients list just says orange juice. They just straight wide, I guess. God, dude. Okay, one more, one more happy well, let check, thing. So let, we can let me check nuclear fission news. Bruh, imagine imagine it's just like biggest nuclear disaster in all. <laughs> Chinese of nuclear fission reactor has a meltdown. <laughs> Let's see. Hmm. World's first super magnet sparks nuclear fusion breakthrough as of four weeks ago. W magnet. (laughs) I'm actually the magnet. It was really sick. Revolutionary. What kind of, uh, what kind of, I don't even know what the, like, attraction force is measured in the magnet, but how much do you have? Oh, uh, uh, a million, well, obviously. <laughs> magnetic attraction. I think it's uh, what the hell is it called? Attraction. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's just called magnetivity. But what is a unit? What unit? I have no idea. Magnets are rated in Gauss or Gauss. Gauss. How many how many Gauss do you have? Uh at least three. That's awesome, dude. <laughs> 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 well, let me see. Uh let's see. 
Let me look up Gauss rating. Oh yeah, my Gauss rating is seventy thousand. Obviously, insane, dude. Facts. <laughs> I'm as powerful as an MRI machine, apparently. Dude, that's fucking awesome. You tell me you could fill my body with radiation. <laughs> yes, dude, <sir>. that's perfect. <laughs> that's what I've always wanted. Oh god, <laughs> man. <laughs> Right. I guess I guess we so uh, I guess you clutched up <laughs> the magnet. Alright, well let me see. I guess that's all the time we have for today's episode of Public Enemies number two. Uh when do you think we'll be back, David? A week, two weeks? Probably like ten years, <laughs> but it was fun. <laughs> well yeah. we'll tr- we'll try to figure out some kind of schedule eventually, hopefully. For sure. But uh yeah. For now, we'll see. Uh, To anyone that does end up watching this ever, thank you. (laughs) Oh, God. To our two fans, I think. (laughs) Me and you. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Maybe my grandma. All right. Well, that's all. Uh, Bye-bye. Bye-bye.